What issues around your house are staring you in the face this weekend? Do I get the sandic route or the unsandic route? The last three or four years I've been fighting mildew issues. Hello, good morning, how you doing? Whatever questions you have. This isn't real earth shattering. Lou is here to help. I'm only taking earth shattering questions. Can you give me an earth shattering question? Waking up, shaking yesterday's blues, yeah. Yeah, here it comes. <laughs> right here on House Smarts Radio. It's a brand new day. Good morning. 857 5574 Lou is our phone number. 857 557 4568 is our phone number. How can we help you? House Marks Radio. We're here until 10 o'clock this morning, so happy to help you, whatever it might be, going on in and around your home. And, uh, all you have to do is pick up that phone, uh, 857-557-4LOU is the number. Good morning to Lindsay. Good morning, Don. Good morning, Andy. How are we all doing? Good. Good, Good morning. morning. There's been so much discussion about the daylight oh. saving time. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's tomorrow, right? I yeah, know. it is. And and uh, Don just did a story about it. And, uh, you know, everybody's like, why do we do this? I mean, it's like dark in the morning, dark at night. Right. What are we saving? I don't get it. <laughs> totally. I know. What are we doing? Now, tomorrow actually is my favorite because tomorrow is the morning when you wake up and go, oh, it's only five. Right. Yeah. And I have an extra hour, right? Totally. To stay in bed. It's like a time is, dividend, you know, like right. pays off. Right. <laughs> right. Time but I dividend. Just, every, nobody, no, no one, I think when the discussion happens, wants this, Right. Right. Yeah, that's what it seems like every year. We, we, and we're you know. just stuck with it. <laughs> well, which one wouldn't we do? We wouldn't do this one, right? Well, we do none of them. It would just be the clock. But I mean, it would have to be... Stay on this it, one. Stay on what we, we're on now. If we ended it... The one we're on now, we yeah. would stay with. Yes. Ugh. Yeah, and then I think it has something to do with like how early the sun would set, I'm guessing, in the wintertime. time. are really good lights now. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the thing, true. right? That's it's true. like with the technology. I mean, we but they need better alarms. But be- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, yeah, right. That's true. Right. As well. That could be. That could be. But I mean, now it's you know, my gosh, how about how many times have you driven at night, like on a highway? You know, when they're working at night on the highway, and they have those giant oh. lights that yeah. look like totally a ball. Yeah, and it it is like the daylight, <laughs> and these men and women are working overnight. And it's completely light. Right. Getting it. When they hatched this thing, farmers had these old, you know, it was all for the farmers. Yeah. And they had bad lights on their tractors. Now they got good lights. Totally. LED. We love the LED. You can tan by those things, you know? It's like, <laughs> you're right. Yeah. It's just you're like, right. whatever. Well, they use, oh it to gr- they use it to grow grass inside those uh, dome stadiums, too. I mean, to give the grass light. Mm-hmm. Right. Andy, that is such a good point. Yeah. Right. It's all with the light. My father-in-law gave me two lights. He was, uh, I went to his house, my father-in-law, who turned 92 the other day, Henry, happy birthday again. Yeah, happy birthday. Um, and he gave me these two uh, LED lights that have like a little stand, right? Because I was working on his dishwasher once, and he goes, let me get you the light. And that's like a joke when I was a kid. My father, who was a mechanic, back then, you know, when you worked on a car, You'd open up the hood and you literally could climb into the car. I mean, it was, you know, the engine and the cars were so big. And his nickname for me was Gigi, right? So my name was Luigi and he would call me Gigi. Gigi, get the light. 
and back then, you know, the can you ma- imagine the old uh, lights that mechanics use? It was on a cord. Oh man! And it was like a light bulb with a cage it. on it, yeah. right? Yeah. And it was a retractable cord. That's what I remember. And the thing is, it was an old incandescent light. If you hit it, you'd break the bulb. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I mean. The internal filament, not right. the bulb itself. Right. And then you'd have to get another bulb. Well, now with the LED, you got that light, it'd be like, that's it. Anyway, these lights that my father-in-law got me are the best lights. Nice. And they, he he bought them at Walmart. It was a two-pack. I use them all the time because now I'm old and I can't see. <laughs> <laughs> so I like I can't. I need a lot of light to see what's going on. We don't need the daylight savings. See, no one's made this uh, argument about the daylight saving time to say we have good lights yeah that's true like everybody comes over their lights right good lights we can do the lights right everyone always brings up ben franklin and the farmers but you're right it's we got good lights just throw it out there good good lights um and then real quick eight five seven five five seven four lose our phone number uh, because i know we need to address this because it didn't happen but the death of matthew perry (laughs) which is super sad oh yeah and the first person I thought about was you, Lindsay, because you are like a friends-aholic. And I was I, so sad for you, like you lost a friend. I did. I felt, I feel like I could cry right now just talking about it. It was yeah. really put me into a funk. I was it's so really sad. really sad. Um, well, and he just was sort of mounting that comeback, like he did all the interviews right. last year. He had that yep. book come out. And so yeah. it was, it, I totally agree. I was looking forward to him, you know, seeing more of him, hopefully. And it's just, yeah. it's terrible. And then, of course... You know, now on his passing, they all these clips and everything come up from the show. Right. And he was just so darn funny. Very funny. Yeah. And so quick. So he quick, was yes. so quick. The and timing he, was great. Right. And when you, when you, and then the bloopers that come up, <laughs> he's even quicker. The stuff yeah. that they couldn't air, you know what I mean? It's right. just like some line that they would say and he would just say it and the whole cast would just crack up. And right. it's just so sad. Yeah. You know, and I mean, it's unfortunate, but it's a, it's a story that we have heard countless times as it pertains to Hollywood and, you know, that level of success and, you know, all of those young people, they were really nothing. You know, they were just struggling actors and right. that show monumentally changed their life, you know, both from a fame perspective and money and that just, you know. It can do bad things, yeah, and uh, it's unfortunate. Yeah, yeah, definitely will be missed. It mounts a lot of pressure on you, and so it's too bad. May he rest in peace. Yeah, absolutely, indeed. So anyway, on a on a on a on a higher note, later I want to talk about the bears because (laughs) do we have to? Not now. (laughs) Well, and two things: you're mean, Lindsay, with the word of the day. I feel (laughs) badly. <laughs> I feel badly Uh-oh. for Andy and Don. I don't why? know how you're going to use that word. <laughs> it's a great word. Like, wow. I like it. I, like a, it. I mean, it is like the progressive do, challenge right. flag. I like to do, I like to challenge Don. Yeah. I'm sick of him like using the <laughs> word of the day before the word of the day even has been given. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I appreciate the challenge. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Man, I mean, this is like put the flag down and go, no, really, we need a different word. Right on. No, what? great word it's a great one when when you have to phonetically spell it and i have to say it four times to myself (laughs) to then even screw it up that's going to be tough but once you get it it's like yeah Yeah, right sweet sweet it's like uh it's like uh 
Right. Onomatopoeia. What's, onom- I no, uh, the other word. what's our other word? Cacuzia? Eudaimonia. Eudaimonia. Yeah. <laughs> that is a good one. <laughs> All right. Let's get this party. Well, okay. So I did the Bears game. I'm going to the Bears game. Whoa. Really? Yeah. So our daughter, Mallory, lives in New Orleans. Oh, that's right. And uh, our son, Quinn, our oldest son, is turning 30. Man, I'm wow. old. Next week. And so as, a, uh, as his gift, we're, he's in New Orleans already with his wife, spending the weekend with uh, our daughter, Mallory. And uh, Mary Beth and I are going to fly down tomorrow morning, first thing, like cock-a-doodle-doo, land, go to... Well, it's not the Superdome anymore. No, it's still the Superdome, right? But it's yeah, it's got a, it's got a naming right, yeah. Yeah, it's Superdome, and we're going to go see the Bears. And I will tell you, I have new Bears wear. Oh, nice. Like, you know the brown thing they're wearing, like uh, that they're wearing on the sidelines right now? I didn't even know. It was on my bed. It's like, oh, look at that. I'm going to be looking good. Cool. Sweet. Got new swag. Bourbon Street nice. Bears. But we need to talk all about the Bears later on, too. Anyway. Yeah. So, oh, okay. I'll, cool. work my, I'll work up to that. Work. <laughs> <laughs> Hear the excitement. 857-557-4LU. 857-557-4568 is our phone number. Uh, let's do this. We will uh, take a quick break, and we'll be back right after this. Not every station has a handyman on speed dial. How about Kathleen in Park Ridge? But this one does. Bingo, I'm good. How are you, Lou? Lou Manfredini answers your questions all morning long. Take a little roller, roll some paint on there, and say, I love it, and then you're done. Be prepared to be amazed. Now back to your host. Yes! This will be great. Lou Manfredini. I'll have what she's having. And House Smarts Radio. I made you look. I'll make you double take. Soon as I walk away, call up your chiropractor just in case your neck break. 623 in the morning. How Smarts Radio 857-557-4LU. 857-557-4568. Marjorie's in Chicago. Hi, Marge. You're on How Smarts Radio. Good morning, Lou. Uh, I listen to you just about every Saturday morning. Thank you. And I've heard you and I've heard you mention a space heater or a plug-in heater to heat a bedroom. Uh, and I was just wanted to know what was the name of that heater. You're, <clears throat> so you've got a like a room with a cold spot type of deal? That's right. Okay. <laughs> Heat doesn't come that way. Um, I mean, there's so many that you can choose uh, that, uh, that you can try. Is it just that... Um, How big is the room? Uh, the room is uh, medium size. It's not real. No, this particular room, let's say, yeah, it's medium size. Okay. It's right. about five by five by nine or ten you or got, twelve. Do you got any? You you got any grandkids or pets or anything running around that place? Uh, no. Okay. So you can buy, um, uh, you know, a fan forced. Uh, the, there's a company that's been in the heating business called Lasco, L-A-S-K-O, and they make a they make a fan forced heater. It's a little bit bigger than um, you know one of these small little cubes that you put in a corner, but it actually goes up against the wall. It it sort of resembles a radiator, but it's not. 
Um, and you actually have the ability, if you want, to hook it on the wall so it doesn't topple over. Okay? It does a okay. really, really nice job. It has an internal thermostat, and the way it's designed, it draws the air from the bottom, and then it comes through the coils and pushes it out. Now, that is a fan-forced one that... Um, <laughs> and uh, that does a really nice job. There's another company that we talked about probably last winter, and I think the website is eHeat or something like that. They make this convection radiator. It's electric, and it's a panel that you do, in fact, hook on the wall, and you plug it in, and it literally works like a radiator. The coils heat up. There is no fan. It's silent. And it draws the, um, it draws the heat from the bottom and you know, the natural convection of physics causes it to work really well. I really like that unit because it's silent and it does, it has a a thermostat. It doesn't use a lot of electricity. Um, the, the website, do you have a a pen or a pencil? Yes, I do. It's E heat, E like elephant, heat, H E A T dot com. And, um, I want to say they're like 160 bucks, maybe $170. And um, I have one mounted in a room, and it works really well. Oh, okay then. Now, uh, spell that again for me. E? E is an elephant, H-E-A-T, E-Heat dot com. Okay, E-Heat, okay. E-Heat, and uh, they're about 170 to $250, depending on the size that you choose. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Lou. You have a wonderful day. You too. I appreciate you calling this morning. That's so nice. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, when it comes to heating and cooling, uh, when you have kind of drafty rooms, obviously we talk a lot about new furnaces and, you know, different ways to heat in general. If you've got uh, a problematic area that's a large area, these small heaters may not be the trick. It's a great way to take um, a chill out of a room. We have a bedroom, uh, you know, we have a home in southeastern Wisconsin, and we have this great bedroom up on the second floor that I absolutely love with an exposed ceiling, you know, with the beams, and it's got wood, but there's no insulation on that portion of the roof. The charm of the room is that roof, uh, the ceiling, rather, and... um, it's also the furthest room from the furnace, and um, I have not yet, and I need to do it, put in a split system in that room because it would make a world of sense. But with that wall heater that I mentioned from eHeat, I put that on a wall, I plug it in, and the, the key with that is got to plug it in and forget about it. It isn't the type of thing where, like a fan-forced unit where you can turn it on and it, it will heat up the room almost immediately. Um but this one does a really nice job if you just turn it on and leave it on to keep the room comfortable. And the idea behind it is because you localize the um, the heating using an electric heater like that, It, from a uh, energy standpoint, you're not heating the whole rest of the house. You're just heating that space where you're at. Now, if it's super problematic, one of those split systems is the way to go, in my opinion, because... 
while it's a bigger investment, you know, three, four thousand dollars to do that, um, it's permanent and you can completely control the temperature in that room, both for heating and cooling. And then it's mounted. You don't have to worry about anything falling over. And uh, it does need to be professionally installed. But from an added value proposition, it absolutely is the way to go for sure. 857-557-4LU. 857-557-4568 is our phone number. Let's do this. We'll head into the WGN Radio Newsroom and check in with Don Kleppen. You're tuned in to Lou. I did some research on a tankless water heater. I was told that there's a minimum water pressure. If you've got a question, now's the time to call. And I may not have enough pressure. I was wondering if there is a pressure device that I can check the pressure myself. No pressure. Look at me, I'm like a scientist. Now back to Lou Manfredini. Fire up the Bunsen burner and get to work. And House Smarts Radio. Oh, you know, uh, we're watching that uh, series, you and I, not together, but Lessons in Chemistry. There's Bunsen burners in that. Bunsen burners. Yep, and uh, graduated cylinders. (laughs) I wish I I was in chemistry now because, you know, I had too much going on in my head in high school to be worried about going to school. And uh, now I think I would be a really good student. I think that all the time. What did you wish you could go now? Yes, it's it's so much more interesting to me now than it was when I was. Well, sure, 14. you were interested in like, oh, he's cute, totally, and I need these shoes. Yep, right, and uh, I need to get on the volleyball court. Oh no, that was someone no. else. That wasn't you. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go sing and dance. Um, uh, right, still. but uh, anyway, a pick to click. My wife loved this book called Lessons in Chemistry, which is fiction. And now there's a series on Apple TV, maybe? Yes. Um, called Lessons in Chemistry with Brie Larson, who I'm a huge fan of. I think she's a very good actress. I do, too. And the guy that plays her, I don't want to give anything away, but the guy that plays her kind of interest in the in the beginning of the series is very good. The chemist. Right? Yeah, but... You know that actor? I... What's he from? He's very good. They're both very good together. They have good chemistry. See what I did there? I did. Good good job. Uh, Thank you. And uh, anyway, so pick to click, Lessons in Chemistry on Apple TV if you're looking for something to watch. I don't want to give too much away. It's good. Very good. You kind of already did. What did I give away? That there's a Bunsen burner? (laughs) Oh. Well, I've, I've, well I've, I've, I've only no, I've on, I'm only in on two episodes, so that's mm-hmm. the guy. I mean, I don't know what happens. I didn't read the book. Mary Beth thought, did, so that's not fair when you read the book because then you kind of know what's going on. But it's set in like the fifties, and you know and the this... one thing that bothers me about the fifties and just no. like those type of things is like women, like you have it so hard today. But you had it even harder back then. Like, the lack of respect yeah. for women back in the 50s of, like, what? Oh, well, you can't do that because you're a woman. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a lot of that, right? Yeah. It makes me so uncomfortable to watch that kind of stuff. Yeah, it does. Right? And it's just, you know, and I realize that that's the reality, but it or was the reality, and it still is. 
in many cases, but not easy being a woman. I agree. <laughs> From um, a man. <laughs> I like, I know, but you know what? That's very sensitive, and I love that I'm you sensitive. recognize that. Somehow. Yeah, but I mean, it's yeah, just like, why would you say that to that person, or why would you do that to that person? Just, you know, like, oh, you're not smart enough because you're, you're a woman. I mean, like that, that. I'm not trying to make people angry. Like, don't go watching it to make it you angry. But it also, it's a good, it's a lesson in history a little bit about the, everything that women have had to overcome. And how things have changed. And it also has a great soundtrack. Oh my God, the music's amazing. Uh, the music's fantastic. So yeah, like I would find that music and play it. It's really good. 857 Lou. 857-557-4568. This is Tony. In Chicago. Hey, Tony, good morning. You're on House Smarts Radio. Good morning. I have a question. I, I hopefully have an answer. Wonderful. Uh, my, my house has two furnaces, one on the second floor and one in the basement. The furnace, on, I mean the uh, filter on the second floor is slightly dirty. I change them every month. In the basement, that one turns black, and I don't understand why. Wow. Um, how <clears throat> how long has this been going on? Or is this recent? Yes, it, is, has, it has been recent. Okay. And how old are these furnaces? About eight years old. Okay. And when's the last time you had them checked? A year ago. All right. Um, so when they're black, okay, when a filter becomes black like that, there could be some issue with sooting. And perhaps a burner that is not burning cleanly, there is also a chance that there could be a crack in the heat exchanger. And so I would, ha I would start with, it would, let me back up, Tony. Do you have, um, Tony, do you have working carbon monoxide and, and smoke detectors in the house? We do have smoke detectors. What was the other question? A carbon monoxide detector? No, I don't think we have that. Okay. Today, today you're going to go to the hardware store or the home center and you're going to buy a carbon monoxide detector for sure. Okay? I'm not trying to scare you, but um, that is something that you could have a bad burner in this furnace and that sooting could be you know, unspent gas that's burning that's creating carbon monoxide, and that's not a good thing. So at the very least, you're going to buy one, and you're going to place it by the bedroom. You can get one you plug in. You can get one that has a battery, whatever you want, but you have to get one of those. And then I would have a qualified... Where, where do you live in Chicago, Tony? Southside. Okay. So I want you to get a really good qualified... Um, HVAC contractor to come out and take a look at these units. Now, I just read a commercial for uh, a group of dealers called ChicagoFAD.com. And that stands for Factory Authorized Dealers. And so this group of dealers, um, they don't have a phone number for the Chicago FAD, do they? Um, that would be a good thing to add. Uh, but I'd like to have a phone number for them, too. Maybe we could find that. But... Um, those are highly trained HVAC contractors that have the right equipment to make sure you can, if you call them, 
and say you want to have these furnaces checked out, that you spoke to me and I'm concerned that there's a burner or two that are not working right, that they can bring out the correct equipment if they don't already have it on their trucks to check this out. Now, the regular person that maintains my furnace can't detect that? Well, I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe they have that equipment. If if you have someone that you trust that you've used, I would say to them, I spoke to this friend of mine, because Tony, we're now friends, um, that uh, I spoke to Lou, and he thinks there might be a bad burner, because when it's black like that, there's sooting that's occurring. Now, it could be... At, the black thing worries me. Dirty is one thing, but if it's so dark like that, then I think it's sooting, and that burners need to get checked out. Well, I'll try that. FAD dot com. Chicago. Maybe. Chicago. FAD dot com. Oh, Chicago FAD. All right. Yeah, and go there, and then, uh, and then before next week, when I keep reading this, because I know we have a heat in the sweet contest and stuff like that, we should have a phone number for these guys to put in the spot. So let's see if we can do that as well. All right, Tony. Will you do well, me? Will you. you do me a favor when they after sure. they come and they check all this out? Will you call me back and tell me what they found? I certainly will. All right. You have a good day. Thank you so much, Lou. Bye bye. Eight five seven five five seven four Lou. Eight five seven five five seven four five six eight. We're broadcasting from the Permaseal Foundation Repair Studios. We'll take a quick break and be back after this. Now back to Lou Manfredini. Remember this house. Taking your calls right here on House Smarts Radio. Welcome back. 857-557-4LOO. 857-557-4568 is our phone number. We were talking off the air about um, uh, the commercial, the Mean Girls commercial. Have you seen the new Capital One commercial with uh, John Travolta as uh, Santa Claus? Yes. That is so good. So but good. do you know when he goes to buy the he goes to buy some flowers? Okay. Uh, you know he's like he's doing like lines from the Saturday Night Fever movie when he's stopping yeah. and paying for stuff. But he buys some flowers from the actress that played his girlfriend in Saturday Night Fever. Oh no way! That's her. Oh, I can't I think of the actress's name. And uh, and he's oh my god that was that was that was like a transformative movie in my life saturday night fever oh my gosh that album and i mean there's a whole crazy thing about the bgs back then and but um but that uh i can picture i can picture the one is it karen lynn gorney no just looking at names no 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 uh Um, it's two names it's first and last name i can think of it but it's her which is so great and like the look in her and the look on her face, it was her his girlfriend in Saturday Night Fever. Is she a main character? Oh yeah. Yeah. Is she's Karen Lynn Gorney? Really? I gotta look I that up. Anyway, it's very good. And here here he is, uh uh dressed as Santa Claus. So I it's so funny. And doing the dance dressed as uh oh, yeah. 
1977. Uh, it's Donna Pesco. Oh, yeah. It. Wow, Fran Drescher was in it. Really? Yeah. Well, I gotta go down here. Oh, wow. Wow. The old days. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see the Mean Girls commercial? No. Don? No. I Andy? Don't Anyone? They probably don't. No. <laughs> oh my gosh. Did you see the Mean Girl? <laughs> no. no. Um, I, I'm, I'm on my own here. But, ladies, I know you know me. It's, mean uh, Girls commercial. It was a really good. It, they kind of got the cast back together and they spoofed off the movie. What's the commercial for? Walmart. Oh, really? Walmart's got lots it's of money. Two there. minutes. R- really? Wow. Yeah, it's, it's, oh, wow. It wasn't done really well, though. That's good. 857-557-4LU. 857-557-4568. This is Carl in Batavia. Hey, Carl, good morning. Hi, Lou. Um, I love your show. I've been a longtime listener and all of that. Thank and you. A lot of the stuff you tell about are the things that uh, we do, okay? Awesome. Let me give you an example. Sure. About three or four... About three or four weeks ago, you had a lady on from the DuPage Credit Union, and uh, you had a discussion with her, and she said, call us because we think we can lower your interest rates. Well, I've had a a, a mortgage with a local uh, company here in Batavia, nationally known one, and I thought, okay, let me go talk to this DuPage Credit Union, and I did, and this week I signed whatever you sign, and the interest rate is going down by 3%. Wow. Uh, with, yeah. So it's good old lose advice to do that. And then a couple of weeks ago, you had a guy on talking about water heaters. And we have a water heater that's about seven years old, and I couldn't figure out how to drain the thing. They don't have a little spigot on there like they used to have. So I called the local plumber, and the guy came over. He was very good. And um, he showed me how to do it myself. He said, you know, they don't make them with spigots anymore because little kids get down there and burn themselves. So right. You have, all you need is a screwdriver. Right. And I didn't right, know that. Right. You know? Right. And uh, we live in, our house is 160 years old, and over the years, uh, we've replaced the windows in the, in the house by Gilkey. Uh, a couple rooms at a time. It's really nice because they don't pressure you to do the whole house at once. Just right. Just two or three rooms at a time. So our house is completely Gilkeyed now with uh, triple pane <laughs> windows. That's and, a that's a great. that's a good line. My house is completely gilkied now. I li- I, li- I like yeah. that. <laughs> anyway, we love your show, and uh, you know you really have great ideas for us. And uh, I just wanted to call you and tell you thanks because you're saving us money, and uh, you've got all sorts of stuff for an old house. What a so, nice anyway. what, what a nice call, Carl. I appreciate that. That's so sweet of you to do that, and I'm glad that. Uh, I'm glad that the the advice and the direction that we're giving you every Saturday morning has been helpful to you and your family. Yeah, but the three percent difference oh, that's uh, huge. in the mortgage right. rate right it's, it's huge right it's you, huge. you 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 yeah. could buy more Gilkey windows if you if you had room for them. <laughs> <laughs> but the lady the lady called you know you was talking to she said just try us out come on over and see. So I did, and I was amazed. Yeah, you know, so. those people at DuPage Credit Union yeah. are very nice. That's really nice to really nice to hear. I appreciate the phone call. Sure. Okay. Thanks, Lou. Thanks you, for all you do. You bye got bye. It. bye bye. You need, you need to send that phone call to the sales department because that that's good for them and it's good for it's good for us. Look, we've been doing this a long time. Uh, Twenty eight years I've been talking to you people on the radio, and uh, it is it is literally 
one of the best joys of my life. I so look forward to Saturday mornings. I, I was just with some friends, uh, uh, some dear friends of ours uh, for dinner uh, this week, and they said, well, how long do you think you're going to do that radio show for? And I said, until they turn the radio off. Because to me, um, you know, I got to tell you, there's a fair amount of work that goes into doing a radio show. And Lindsay is uh, an unbelievable partner in all of this to to make it all happen. And, and, and I'm only on once a week, right? So you think about what goes into do, doing a show once a week, but you got people like, you know, Bob Surratt and John Williams and Lisa Dent and, uh, you know, John Hansen and, uh, you know, all these people that are on every day during the week. And, and that it's even more, you know, there's a lot more people involved, but I don't think of it as work. I don't even think Lindsay thinks of it as work because we get so much joy in helping people and talking to them. And I know many times you'll call the show and talk to Lindsay. I don't even talk to you. And, and she'll say to me, oh, my God, I had the nicest phone call with this woman or this man about whatever. And it's just um, we're, you know, in in the words of the late, great Wally Phillips, it's people helping people. And whatever knowledge I have about the home that I'm learning and making mistakes, even this point in my life, I'm still making mistakes and uh, and I'm learning from them. I want to share that with you so that you don't make those mistakes and, and ultimately can learn it. And uh, there's so much little bitty stuff that you're so worried about, like, oh, what about that? You know, you didn't know. And if you don't know, you don't know. So um, <laughs> when we come back after the top of the hour, I'll share a story about something that people didn't know that caused a huge problem that I probably should share with all of you so that it doesn't happen to you. The news is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Open the morning and out to school. Time now for our word of the day. I don't understand. Some of the words are a little too sophisticated for you. It doesn't make any sense. It might be paradoxical on a home improvement show. Well, of course it does. It's smart. I used a thesaurus on every word. Yep. But we like to teach you a thing or two. They are warm, nice people with big hearts. And that became their humid, prepossessing homo sapiens with full-sized aortic pumps. Now back to Lou <laughs> on House Smarts Radio. Up in the morning and out to school. The is teaching the golden rule. 857-557-4-LOU is our phone number. 857-557-4568. Before we get to that, it's time for our word of the day. A little fun thing we do on Saturday mornings after 7 o'clock. Uh, just to kind of challenge everybody, you know, Don and Andy and Lindsay and you, the listener, if you could figure out how to do this word, would be amazing. Uh... <laughs> Okay. No. The word of the day is cacophony. Yes. Great mm. job. Nice. Cacophony. Cacophony. C-A-C-O-F-O-N-Y. It's a noun. Cacophony. A harsh, discordant mixture of sounds. So an example, a carcophony of deafening alarm bells. Not a carcophony. A cacophony. A cacophony. God bless you. Indeed. God bless you. you should take something for that. Uh, <laughs> a cacophony drop. A cacophony. <laughs> hey, gentlemen, hey. Hey. 
He's here all week and enjoy yeah. the veal. Um, uh, <laughs> when's the last time you had veal? Well, that's a bad answer. The question for you, Dad. When's the last time you had veal? Man. Does anybody eat veal? Uh, no. I don't know if I ever have. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's, Actually, my mom would. Really? It's sort of Probably. sad. Like. Well, it's like a fagoire. Yeah, that's sort of sad, too. Totally. Yeah. It's all sad. So yeah. is chickens. Mm. Uh. <laughs> it doesn't bother me as much as the veal. Right, right. Yeah. The sympathy yeah. does not extend to right. the fowl. It's a chicken. That's uh, right. right. Sounds like a cacophony of excuses <laughs> right. over there. <laughs> there you go. The ding. Where's there my was. Pillsbury thing? <laughs> yep. It was earned. Thank Wahoo. You. No, it's, mo- it's, it's not, pri- it's not Pillsbury. Margarine. It's yeah, not it's Pillsbury. Margarine. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, uh, <laughs> the Pillsbury is when he goes, whoo and you tickle him. Not sure. a, well, that would be a good sounder, yeah, too. That's not Woo-hoo. bad. <laughs> uh, now that's all going to be AI. At one point, there was some guy in front of a microphone going, hoo like he got paid for that. <laughs> right, right. 25 bucks. Uh, anyway, cacophony, a harsh, discordant mixture of sounds. Hmm. I would I would have thought that's a PH. I didn't know that was a, an F word. Yeah. That's interesting. No, it is PH. Oh, C-H. Spelled, I thought so. What? Oh, you said you F. spelled it F. You no, said, I did not. Yeah, you did. Yes, I wrote it down. I did? Yeah. yeah. Oh. I looked at the PH and said F? You did. It's true. Well, wow. I think I spelled it out for you, though. Oh, 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 I see. You read it phonetic. C-A-C. No, I, roll the tape. <laughs> In the beginning, <laughs> I said C-A-C-O-P-H-O-N-Y. No, I wrote, down, I wrote down F. I was listening to you. Ferg's on this. He's going <laughs> to play it. Find the tape. But I'm going to throw the challenge flag down on that one, for yeah. sure. We're going to win the challenge, but okay, right. go ahead. We'll go to the tape. <laughs> you cost you a time out. when I lose. After further review, That's Manfredini oh, has lost right. his challenge. Oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. No more time be the outs. story of my life. Oh, my gosh. Um, Good work. So, man. real quick, before we get back to the phone calls, uh, I am heading, as I mentioned, my daughter, uh, Mallory, lives in uh, New Orleans, and so we're... We're going to go to the Bears game the new, and, and go to the Superdome. Okay. My wife Sweet. and I, we're going to leave Sunday morning. Uh, my son and his wife are already there. And they had a nice, they're spending the day with uh, our daughter. It makes You know, when you get to be my age, I guess they could say any age, but when you have children and your adult children, you get to see a picture of them all together somewhere. It is the best feeling in the world. Hmm. Nice. Like to see my daughter Mallory took a selfie with her brother and her, do- her sister-in-law her roommate, Eliza, who's lovely, and they were all, you know, of course, they're young enough. They're at quarter to midnight, and they're at some bar. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. Just, uh, I see the picture this morning at, you know, 4.45, and I'm like, oh, it looks so great, and they're all asleep now. But, uh, <laughs> right, right. Anyway, you, Andy, you ever been to the Superdome? You know, I have not. In all my travels, I have not been to the Superdome. Mm, neither have I. I've seen it. Yeah, I've, uh, I've worked. I've uh, driven by it yeah, when I've I go to see game, Mallory. I've worked the game at the the Pelicans uh, Arena, Smoothie King, the Smoothie King Arena. Yes, <laughs> right, mm. right. Well, I mean, indoor stadium. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Not looking forward. I mean, the right. Don't the Saints have like the best defense out there? They're pretty the good. They're they're pretty. They're, you know, their offense is is uh, is pretty prolific on the passing side. And their defense is pretty good, uh, stopping the the pass as well. So something is going to give here. And Derek Carr, their quarterback, has thrown for three hundred and more or three hundred more yards in his last three games. And the Bears are dead last in preventing that type of thing. 
Do you think Derek Carr wears eye makeup? He does not. But he kind <laughs> but of it does he look like it. Very yeah. dark it does, eyes. It does look Got like a it does, Captain yeah. Jack Sparrow. It looks Sparrow like he wears eye makeup. Yeah, but it's, I think it's just his, like, uh, he must have very dark uh, eyelashes. Right. That's it. Or maybe yeah. he can Right. Like he has them. dark hair. Yep. Yeah. A handsome fella. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> if you're into that kind of thing, yeah. <laughs> and, and a good quarterback. And he's a good quarterback. He is a good yeah. quarterback. Yeah, and yeah. you know the thing you'll have going for you as you walk into the doors of the uh, the Superdome is just channel January twenty sixth, nineteen eighty six. That's the place that the Bears won their Super Bowl. All right, nice. Forty six to ten. If you were keeping score over the New England, that Patriots. was at the Superdome. That was at the Superdome. Wow. I, I mean, I remember as New England Patriots. Yep. Who was a quarterback for the New England Patriots? Well, they had to go through several of them because the Bears kept knocking them out. Right. Uh, <laughs> right. Tony Eason was their starter. He was That's a former right. University That's of Illinois right. quarterback. And then, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. then Steve Grogan had to come in, and then he left, and then Eason came back, and he left. Yeah. So I was thinking I was thinking about, like, you know, Hampton OB, and you'll, you'll, you'll be on with them on Sunday, I assume, mm-hmm. right? Right. Yeah. And uh, I, I sent a note to uh, Mary... Uh, Mary Boyle, our boss, and I was like, I wonder what you know with the with the uh, inside the stadium. You know, it, would there be any? Would there be any uh, like what's the word I'm looking for? Similarities about other things that could go on. And then I found this nighttime in an inside a stadium, and you're wearing sunglasses and walking up and down the sidelines. Oh. My God! I wonder if he's gonna wear sunglasses. <laughs> oh I, I don't know how you keep a straight face when you're around with these guys. It was that one was something. My, one of my most favorite things in the world is um, is when Bob Surratt's on uh, Joe Romano, Control Room Joe puts in these little Hampton OB drops and then mm-hmm. just crack Bob up like crazy. And he just does them at random. Yeah. Yep. And it is the funniest thing. Yeah. That and was, so, that was, for those that don't know, that was a reference to Justin Fields wearing sunglasses last Sunday night inside the uh, SoFi Stadium. Right. Right. <laughs> and he was having a hard time letting that go. So I decided that we would come back for, with a rejoin of Corey Hart's sunglasses at night. I love that. And nice. it was Pretty, uh, pretty entertaining. One of my one <laughs> of my favorite one of my favorite songs. And yeah. and then I was thinking that you know one of the things maybe Ob would also say about uh, the game on Sunday is this: Just go after him, folks. You guys go after him and attack, attack, and attack. And when you get done attacking, attack again. Right. I think that if they did that, that would be really, really a good idea. Yeah. And Why then, uh, don't you shut your mouth? Okay. Shut that I, big mouth. I was of yours. okay. I was just trying Try. to get. Try to do something. All right. Let your actions do your talking. Okay. I was Shut just your big trap. All right. I was just trying to talk about the game. I'm sorry, Obi. I'm really sorry about that. 857-557-4Lou. 857-557-4568. Evidently he doesn't want me to talk anymore. I think I'd get back to the phone lines here and help some people out. Let's talk with uh Sally, who who is in Joliet. Sally, good morning. You're on House Marts Radio. Hello, Sally. Hello, Sally. Good morning. Hi, how are you? Um, I'm doing well, thank you. I have two questions, if possible. Um, the first one is about windows. My house is 20 years old, and in this one particular room, um, at the bottom of the window, underneath, I guess you'd call the decorative trim, they're always, especially during the winter, there seems to be a 
air just even you can if i put a, a you know something light there you can actually see the item moving there's so much air coming in and i wow. was wondering what i could do is the window itself uh <clears throat> in decent shape in other words you can open and close it it's not foggy oh, or absolutely. anything like that absolutely there's okay. no, there's there yeah and what about the draft coming from the actual window itself well, it's not the the, the pane. It, there's it's that the decorative trim. trim. Correct, correct. It, so, it's from underneath the trim. Yes, okay. that is in excellent shape as well. All right, so I want you to run to the hardware store for your first question and buy a tube, a squeeze tube of clear caulking. Okay? Now, it is, it's going to be an acrylic caulk by DAP or something. You know, that would be probably what you'll find, D-A-P. And when it goes on, it's going to go on white in color. But when it dries, it's going to dry clear. And so where the trim meets the actual other trim of the window, I want you to caulk all those seams. Where the trim meets the wall, I want you to caulk that seam. And then use your finger to kind of tool it nice and smoothly to kind of fill the gap between the trim and the wall. And you'll get a little extra on your finger. Just wash it with soap and water. It'll come right off. And uh, allow that to dry, and I bet you'll eliminate the draft that way on the inside. Great. On the outside, is this a first floor or second floor window? It's a first floor. On the outside, go and inspect around that window outside and see if you see any cracks where the window meets the siding or the brick, whatever it might be. And there, use an exterior acrylic latex caulk. Probably the tube that you buy can be used both interior and exterior. It just needs to be over 50 degrees when you're putting it outside. You still have some time for that when, you know, watch the weather. And just make sure it doesn't freeze overnight because it takes about 24 hours for it to dry. That combination of the in and the out should solve the draft problem. Great. Great. Second question? Uh, it probably has to do with caulk as well. Uh, in... <laughs> In the in the shower, uh, yeah, I, the caulk in the shower. I have. Um, it seems like every two years I have to redo it because it gets moldy and disgusting looking. Mm. And I'm just like this. This caulk should be lasting longer than than two years. Right. You don't think it's you, right? I'm, uh, I'm well, kidding. That was a I, joke. It was a joke. I'm just kidding. Um, what color is the tile? It's not tile. It's a solid piece. Oh, it's like on a surround. Uh, so it, yes. And okay. so it's just the it's just the corners and at the bottom. Do you have another shower that you can use? Yes. Okay. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to take a utility knife carefully, and I want you to cut and remove all the caulking, both on the vertical lines and down where the... Um, where the surround meets the base and really do a good job that coupled with maybe a plastic putty knife, not a metal one to scrape any residue that's there. And then take a small fan in that shower and for 24 hours, turn it on and let it blow. We need to get it dry behind. I actually, I actually did that uh, two years ago. All right, do it again. <clears throat> now, I want you to use a uh, a caulking called Clean Seal. 
And it comes... C-L-E-A-N-S-E-A-L. Correct. Clean Seal. You can find it at most hardware stores. And it comes in white, biscuit, and clear. Choose your poison. And this particular caulking has an enzyme in it that will not allow the mildew and mold to grow. I have used this caulk and am super impressed by the results. I had a similar issue with a bathroom a few years ago, and I did exactly what I just told you, and it looks fabulous. Oh, I would love that. But the trick in all of this, uh, Sally, is it has to be dry behind it. And you got to do a really good job of clearing it all out to get it so that it, when you put the new stuff in there and you tool it nice and smooth and you walk away and you're like, oh, my gosh, it looks amazing. <clears throat> Call me in two years and tell me, oh, my gosh, it looks amazing. All right. Clean seal. Clean seal. All right. I'll give it a whirl. Thanks, Sally. Appreciate you calling. Bye-bye. Bye. Eight five seven five five seven four Lou. All right. The story I wanted to tell you that people don't know about. So I have a nephew who will remain nameless, who hosted a brunch last week for his sister's birthday. And he never does this at all. Okay. And uh, he was having, I don't know, half a dozen people over. And uh, he was making eggs and, you know, a nice little breakfast brunch for everybody. And, it, you know, in the end, it was like, oh, it was a lovely brunch. And uh, a couple of our kids went to it. And it like, oh, he didn't know what to do. He bought, he bought three dozen eggs. For six people, you know, he just never does that, right? It's like, you know, you're trying and it's all good, right? Well, then that night, Sunday, I get a phone call from him and he says, Uncle Lou, the the sink is overflowing and there's water all over the floor. I ran the dishwasher. I'm like, oh my gosh, did you turn the dishwasher off? No, no, no. I go, turn that off, you know, open up the door so it stops. And the sink is overflowing. And I said, well, what, uh, did you put something down the disposal? He goes, uh, some eggshells. I go, how many eggshells? And he said, like 16 eggs. 16 eggs. Is that not good? Okay. The single worst thing you can put down a disposal no. are eggshells. No. Yes. Okay. First off, I am not a fan of a disposal. You know that, right? right? It is not good for the plumbing pipes. And so eggshells, if you're... If your plumbing system is older, or even if it's not, can put together and become concrete, okay? And so, no eggshells, no rice, no pasta, no coffee grounds, ever. The disposal is really only for the little bits of food that you didn't scrape into the garbage can, okay? So anyway, being a nice uncle that I am, I go there to try and clear the the now sinks. Both sinks are full. And I plunge and I I plunge and I use a I have a short snake to try I can't get the I can't get the clog. 40 feet down the line, I had to get the plumber there to do this to break up the concrete mound of eggs, eggshells. So, lesson for everybody. If you cannot use a disposal at all, that would be great. 
use the basket strainer and pull it out and throw it all into the garbage can. Most of your food scraps should go into the garbage can. And the disposal should be for just the scraps that are in the sink. Don't scrape your dishes into the disposal. Do you scrape your dishes into the disposal? Yes. Don't do that. It is. You know what the plumber's favorite appliance is ever? The disposal. The disposal. That is what keeps all the plumbers in business. I put eggshells down all the time. And when I did learn my lesson, this is where I learned my lesson. So whoever did the eggshell situation, how's this for a story? I put all my artichoke leaves oh down there. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> that my. That was bad. That is I was the worst. I was very young, let me just say. That's even very, worse. That I didn't, well, That's that going to be terrible. on the list, no. too. Because that was the thing is, most people don't eat artichokes. <laughs> oh, it's my favorite food. Yeah. So don't do it. It's not good. Okay? And so that is my pick-to-click for today that you can use. All right, our Noodaloo 2 is coming up. It has everything to do with Lindsay's OCD about her camera, but I think it has something to do with all of our things to keep things uh, clean and looking good. Uh, I'm looking forward to it as well. Coming up after this report of WGN Radio News with Don Kleppen. Good morning. It's a new day. Time to get to work. You're tuned in to Lou Manfredini right here on House Smarts Radio. When I move my body just like this. I don't know why, but I feel like Welcome back. Well, uh, Don was very successful in using the word cacophony. And uh, evidently, the word is that I, I spelled it wrong when I was spelling it, and I was pretty sure that I didn't. But uh, if Fergie, if you could roll the tape, please, of when we talked about the word, please. Cacophony. C-A-C-O-F-O-N-Y. It's a noun. I mean, cacophony. I look right at it. I'm looking at it right now. When I spelled it, I looked right at it. How did I look at the pH and come up with an F? Hey, you know, we know about the names. We know it's. We know there's a little bit of a, a disconnect there. It's okay. It happens. <laughs> so See we, how we, nice Don is. It's all right. Yes. Yeah. And the and the message was Everybody still put across. Everybody thinks that Lindsay's so nice, and she just makes. She's evil. Mean. <laughs> That's so true. Mean. <laughs> Hey, look, the worst thing that came out of this is you lose your challenge. I lost my That's challenge. That's it. Just I threw the challenge flag and that was it. You still have one. You still have uh, one for the, for yeah. the game. C-A-C-O-P-H-O-N-Y. See, I did You know, again. there also isn't an R in there. Did I say R? Carcophony. Carcophony. <laughs> oh, yeah. Carcophony. <laughs> right. Carcophony. Right. But a great word. I'm so nice. It's Good a great call. word. And that was a great story. Thank you. Thank that you so was much. A, I what? love the, you know, one of the first things, uh, Don, do you remember one of the first things when we started working together, I said to you, this goes back to the Lyle Dean. Yes. Yes, And I you do. have always done a really nice job of this. So Lyle Dean, who's awesome, and I just was trading text messages with him. You know, the news of the day can be, especially when you're reporting the news, it's, you know, it can be depressing. Mm. There's a lot of bad news out there. Absolutely. And on Saturdays, you know, obviously we got to report the, the news, whatever it may be, but we need that little kicker. Totally. We need that story to make you feel better. And you always do a nice job of that every Saturday morning. I so appreciate it. And I know 
that the audience does too. Thank you so much. I do remember yeah. that conversation with you, Lou, and, and I've kept that in mind. And, and yeah. I'll let you know, I didn't pull, I didn't find that story until after you had shared the word of the day. So it was kind of a little inside baseball there. It was like, you know, 10 minutes after you revealed it that I was like, all right, I got to find a story to use this. Yeah. And the then company, uh, thankfully the it was there. Mm-hmm. there PH. Go. Love it. Really good story. 857 Lou. 857-557-4568 is our phone number. This is Sharon in Ottawa. Hi, Sharon. You're on House Smarts Radio. Hey, Lou. How are you? I'm doing great. How may I help you this morning? Well, I just moved into an apartment that was recently rehabbed, and I think that the contractor had only one tool to use, and that was a paintbrush because every surface mm. is painted. Oh. Yeah, so I have cupboards and drawers that stick because it's the paint-to-paint surface. And I immediately thought to myself, what would Lou do? And my initial answer was Superzilla, but I wanted to talk to you to just double-check to see if that's a good choice. Okay, tell me what it, Tell me what you, where you're trying to remove this again. Well, I'm not trying to remove it. I just want to make the drawers and the cupboards not together because of the paint-to-paint surface. Mm. So is it the back of the drawer sticking to the frame of the cabinet, or did they... It's the drawer... Okay, so when you pull out a drawer, there's, you know, the sides of the top of the drawer that are painted. And then the inside of the drawer is painted. (laughs) So it's... um, it's it's just annoying. It's it's not impossible to use the drawers and cupboards. It's just that you have to jiggle it a little bit to get it to to get them to open. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the uh, and the so the drawer boxes themselves are painted, and that's where it's really sticking. Right, right. And I thought too, this is a lot more effort, but I thought maybe sanding the paint off. But yeah, I mean, I don't. I, know, I, I don't what I, to do. Well, it is, but I don't. Adding something like even a Superzilla, that residue on that, it, yeah, it'll help. But um, long term, it actually might uh, start to peel the paint on there, which could cause more uh, more problems for you on that. Are the drawers, can you remove the drawers relatively easily? So there's no catches or anything. This right. is so in a you, very old place. So you can pull the drawer out and like lift it up and the drawer comes out? Correct. Yeah. Um, what I would probably do, I wouldn't worry about the inside of the drawers if that looks okay, but I would take a sander, like an oscillating sander, to make life easier, like either a plug-in or a battery-operated one with some medium-grit paper. And the sides and the bottom... <laughs> And the top edge, I would just sand all that off smooth and either get down to the wood or at least break the sheen of the paint. And by doing yeah. by, okay. by doing that, they should operate well. Um, that, that would drive me crazy. Uh, I know exactly what you're yeah, going through and, and the sticking of it. But I wouldn't spray anything. It would be, it's more involved, I realize it. Do, do you... Do you have like a garage space or an outdoor space where you could do this? Yeah, I have an outdoor space. I, okay, can, I can handle it. It'll create it'll create a fair amount of dust, and so you definitely want to do this outside, and um, you know, so that you're just not breathing that in and filling the house or the apartment with dust. 
and it shouldn't take long. You don't have to go crazy with it, but I would, you know, use a, a oscillating sander, get it all cleaned up a little bit. You'll kind of feel it. You'll see it. Try it out if all of a sudden. The other thing, too, is the back side of the drawer front, I would sand that down, too, because the stickiness of that sheen against the sheen of the box, I'm assuming they did like a semi-gloss, can be problematic, yes. too, could be problematic, too. Okay, well, I will take your advice and do it that way. Thank you, you very it. much. Appreciate your call. Appreciate you hanging on this morning. 857-557-4LU. We're broadcasting from the Permaseal Foundation Repair Studios. Don't go away. We'll be right back. For Noodaloo 2. I just love noodles. No, not noodle. New to. New to Lou. Good times, noodle salad. No noodles. It's new to Lou. But he does love a good pasta. Now we eat, okay? One up, I eat everybody. Now back to Lou Manfredini, New to Lou 2, and House Smarts Radio. Papa's got a brand new bag. Our Noodaloo 2 is sponsored by. ChevyDriveChicago.com. When you need a new ride, you need a new Chevy. Um, so um, you've probably done it, right? You've taken a picture with uh, your camera on your phone, and then you're like, what's going on? It's so blurry. Why does it look so bad? Um, and, um, well, Lindsay's a little crazy about it. Like, she literally cleans the lens before she takes a picture. Every picture. Every I picture. love pictures, though. You do. And this could be the thing that helps you take good ones, better ones. We all have our pet peeves, right? Gum chompers, airplane seat recliners, loud typers. One of my biggest pet peeves, smudgy photos due to smudgy phone lenses. I know, but it's my OCD thing. Before I take any photos on my smartphone, I have to wipe the lens to avoid that cloudy-looking picture. All right, Mr. DeMille, I'm ready for my close-up. So while this weekend's new to Lou 2 might only interest a select few, it certainly caught my attention. Water Bear screen cleaners are a teeny tiny cleaning tool for your lenses and screens. Water Bear is a tiny washable and reusable square that can instantly and safely clean any kind of screen, lens, or display. When I received it in the mail, I was immediately intrigued because it honestly looks like a sticker. It's about a one by one inch black square, one side sticky, one side squishy, kind of like foam board, but super thin. The squishy side is made of a material that apparently is more versatile than microfiber cloths, which can sometimes not be so good for those lenses or screens. The sticky side is made with a silicone adhesive gel, so it can attach to nearly any device, camera body, computer, or reasonably flat surface when you're not using it. And the good part is once that stickiness loses its stick, apparently all you have to do is wet it with a little bit of water, let it air dry, and it will renew that stick. So you can stick it right back on your phone for future use. So simple, so useful, and works like a charm. Water Bear screen cleaners are great for your computer screens, your phone screens, your camera lenses, and they come in different pad sizes. And depending on the size you get, multiple pads in each order starting at just $12.99. For more information, check out Lou's House Smart's YouTube channel and be sure to click that subscribe button while you're there. Uh, I mean, I, I, uh, I like the fact that it's a square and you can stick it on the back of the phone like that, I, and, and, but it's sticky. It's not the magnetic thing. 
It's not the magnet on the back of an iPhone. No, it's like a sticky sticker, but it doesn't, it's not going to like leave any residue or it, yeah. you know, stick on the I'm phone. I'm super curious, computer. like if you're putting your phone down, if it's picking up dirt. Mm. You know mm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. I wonder. It's also kind of fun to just like, it's like it a has like, toy almost. It has like it's a like, tactile feel to yeah. it, right? Yeah. Yeah, and it fits right in the back of the phone. And uh, I know for a lot it's of people, yeah, just, I mean, it's so funny that you say that because I've known you a long time and I I have always noticed that before you take a picture, you take your, your sweatshirt or whatever <laughs> and you clean it. And I do it too. I mean, I do it too, but um, not because then you take the blurry picture and you're like, what? what's wrong with my camera? And it's just that right. it's dirty. So right. if you're crazy and you're taking all kinds of pictures, especially when you have young kids, you're <laughs> taking all kinds of pictures, um, you know, you want to make sure that they look good. I love it with like my mom or, you know, she'll she'll take a photo and she, all the, like hundreds of photos. I just, I can't, why does my camera not look like yours? Why, I don't <laughs> understand. Can you, is there a setting? And then I'll wipe it and she'll go, oh my, right, oh my That's simple. Right, right, right. It's not a <laughs> setting. It's just that it's dirty. <laughs> Uh, go to youtube.com slash TV and you can learn more. The news is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Don't go away. We'll be right back. I may not be living in Chicago, but I can still listen to my dad on House Mars Radio. It's like I can't shake the guy. Now I know how my mom feels. <laughs> that's funny. It's so cheesy. Uh, full of bad dad jokes. I know that's exactly how you wrote it to be read, too. Now back to Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio. Riding on the city of New Orleans. Heading to New Orleans tomorrow. See the Bears. Illinois Central. Take on Monday the uh, New Orleans radio. Saints at the Superdome. And I would like to officially apologize to both Don and Andy. I said, how would you two ever be able to use this word? And you are amazing. (laughs) You're both amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. I mean. Thank you. Did you you use the word? Yes. When? I said you have a cacophony of excuses. It's true. Right off the top. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's a little Woo-hoo. unfair to you because you come up with the word. So you have lots of times to come up with that. Right. That was off the cuff. What? what? It was off the cuff. That was off the cuff. I believe it. Inspired by the moment. Thank you. I like, Don really is. You're just such a He's a positive supporter. He's a positive. Yeah. Right. Well, thank you. He's, yeah. So I'm hoping that uh, I'm hoping that the Bears um, do well. Because I'm going to wear, I have new Bears wear that Mary Beth bought Bear me. Wear. Yes, Bear wear. Like the brown shirt that you see him wearing, whatever. The, mm-hmm. You oh, know, nice. it's really the NFL. I was thinking about this, right? And a uh, little side note, Roger Goodell mm-hmm. married in the same church as Lindsay and David in Lake Forest. Really? Whoa. Beautiful church. Really? Yeah. Did That's you know cool. that? No. I did not know that, no. Years and years ago, I met mm-hmm. Roger Goodell. At uh, it, in at the Today Show in New, in New York, he was there, and it was during October, you know, because they do a lot of stuff for breast cancer awareness, right. which I think is great. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I was in a room with Roger Goodell, who's a big fella. I mean, he's as tall as me. And we started chatting, and uh, I mentioned that I really appreciate what the NFL does about breast cancer. I have a sister-in-law who's a breast cancer surgeon, and breast cancer has been part of. Uh, uh, sadly, a part of a lot of uh, uh, impacted the lives of a lot of women in uh, my wife's family. And he, you know, said that's, you know, we really do uh, work hard at that. And, you know, it was a nice conversation. And somehow 
uh, we start talking about where he's from. He married a woman from Lake Forest. Hmm. And actually, gosh, Lindsay, this has got to be so many years ago, like when you first got married. I'm like, oh, I was just at a wedding recently in Lake Forest. And um, I mean, I can picture the church. I can't remember the church. What was the name of the church? First Presbyterian Church. And I said the First Presbyterian Church in Lake Forest. He goes, I got yeah. married there. Oh, he said I that. was baptized there as well. Oh, well, then there you nice. go. I didn't say that. I didn't know that. <laughs> well, I wasn't at that. Come on. And um, and so anyway, we had this <laughs> lovely conversation about that. But then I was thinking the NFL is like such a marketing machine, right? So yes. now that they all put them in the cool shirts on the sidelines, right? They have all the swag. And then you're like, I want that. Yep. They do military salutes as well. Yeah. And so uh, yep. racism my wife, things who's yeah. amazing yep. put it the new shirt which I'm very excited to wear but I don't want to be embarrassed when I go down there because I'm worried about the bears. Yeah, you should be. Yeah. Uh, uh be, be you know he, he one of his one of the funny little lines is like this. I hope this doesn't You're happen. You're getting slapped around like a bad little puppy dog almost the whole game and you got my God, what you're 41 to nothing, and you kick a field goal so you just could take that zero off. That is called gutless football, folks, I, in my book. I know. I don't want him to play gutless football. Let's hope. Let's hope. Hopefully, they draw on your new uh, bear wear. And, uh, right. They'll and, look at me. Well, so I'm thinking, I do own a Saints hat. Okay. Okay. Well, because Mallory lives there. Yeah. You know, just kind of a little thing. Sometimes I wear the Saints hat. You're going to wear both? I don't know. I was thinking about it. You think that would be bad? If you wore a Saints hat and bear shirt? Yeah, not good, right? <laughs> you would hear I a cacophony like it, of but... things. I can't tell you what they would be. <laughs> right. Not on the air. So, <laughs> possible yes, possible right. effigy <laughs> to burn, though. <laughs> right. You know? Could, uh, you know, maybe, maybe you could a uh, little, little ritual on the sideline yeah. before the game? Yeah, maybe I'd do that. <laughs> right, right, because they're big with the voodoo down Right, there. Yes, totally. That would be bad. Yeah. yeah, I bet they're going to have like a Ty- Tyson Bajan voodoo doll. <laughs> right, right, with some <laughs> pins. Kid. Yeah. Poor kid. Hey, by the way, just so you know, uh, Roger Goodell was married in 1997. Okay. so Just a few years before me. Yeah. Uh, nice. No. Well... When did you get married? A uh, 2010. I mean, yeah, well, it's a few more a than few a few decades. A decade. <laughs> a decade <laughs> plus. Right. Yeah, Thirteen. Which is very, that you've been married thirteen years. He got That's married correct. thirteen years before you. Mm-hmm. Look at that. That's correct. Right. Symmetry. Right. Good at math. Symmetry. Like Why it. don't okay. you shut your mouth? Okay. Shut that big mouth of yours. All right. <laughs> Try. Try to do something. Let your actions do your talking. Okay. Shut your big trap. I'm sorry, OB. All right. 857-557-4LU. 857-557-4568. Go ahead. Say it. The thing that you are so, the thing that's making you laugh the most is that I practiced to play that so I could talk over it so that I could go back to the oh, Right. Totally. That's what <laughs> I, the best part of those is when I picture Sitting you in the studio. before the show going, right. okay, okay, I got the this timing. This is what I got. Okay. I got the timing. Right. And but then. You know what? He is so passionate. I, I, I've never met uh, Ed Obradovich. Never met him. And I so I have so much respect for the amount of passion and knowledge that the man has. I've met Dan Hampton several times and been around. I love Dan Hampton. He, too, has a great amount of knowledge and, and is just a fabulous uh, commentator and knows his stuff. But, uh, man, when I hear OB, it's just always 
it's just hilarious. Yeah. Too, too bad we don't have a Saturday game. You know, we can come in early. Uh, I know, I know. So that good. would be fun. That would be fun. Eight five seven five five seven four Lou. Eight five seven five five seven four five six eight. This is Randy in Kankakee. Hey, Randy. Good morning. You're on House Smarts Radio. Hey, good morning, Lou. Thanks for taking my call from down here in Kankakee. Yes, sir. Hey, I'm helping my son build an office in his unfinished basement. And one of the walls we have to frame has an old hydronic water heater hanging on the wall, uh, you know, with uh, copper pipes going in, copper pipes going out. And we need to move that thing to frame the wall. Uh, But I've never worked with a hydronic radiator system. I've never worked with copper and solder. So I wonder if that's something we should tackle, or should I call in a heating or plumbing guy to take care of that for us? So it's not a water heater, it's a radiator? Yeah, what what it is, it's it's an old radiator-type system from the 60s mm-hmm. that, that kind of models a baseboard radiator system. Right. But in the basement, they've got it off the floor because of potential flooding. Uh, but you know it's got a well. It's, it's also it, yeah. It's it's also off the floor for. Is it hot water or is it steam? There's a pipe going in, pipe coming out. Yeah, pipe going in, pipe coming out, and then the heating source of it, what I would call the boiler, but it's been upgraded, is on the opposite wall, hanging yeah. on the wall. I would not yeah. tackle this yourself unless you want to. What do you? But I mean, you know, so it it can be eliminated, right? Uh, so a a bo- you need a boiler contractor because most HVAC forced air guys, you got to specifically find somebody that works on boilers and they can either, okay. they can either eliminate it entirely and just take the radiator down and cap the system. But here's the thing in order to do this, cause you're low in the basement, they have to drain the entire system. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Because you have a second yeah. floor and everything above. Right. And then, yeah. Then they can cap it and then just leave the pipes there and you can frame in front of it. But then you're going to have to come up with a different heat source for the office. Right. And he hasn't decided what he wants that to be yet. How so. big is this office going to be? Eh, 12 by 12. Okay. And is there a, a rest of the basement going to be used for anything? Uh, he's going to leave it unfinished right now, mm-hmm. and it has two other what I would call hydronic water heaters on the wall. But they don't appear to be working. You know, they're from the '60s, and uh, he says the basement never gets cold. But I don't, I don't feel any heat source down there. Hmm. Um, so he's not going to finish the rest of the basement right now. That's too big for my aging body. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you, my yeah. friend. Um, I don't yeah. know that, I mean, it, if you've never done this before, messing around with the boiler, even, you know, they could be that they're just off, right? There's typically a valve on them. And I, right. wouldn't, I wouldn't just cut them yourself without understanding how the whole system works. I'd get a boiler contractor to come, drain, you know, figure out what's going on and, you know, and say, hey, we can eliminate this one, leave the other two, maybe turn the valves on so that it provides some heat, and then in that basement area both for heating and cooling you know one of the things that you hear me talk a lot about these split systems that are all electric these heat pumps these mini splits and he could put a mini split down there and have it for air conditioning and heating it's all electric all you have to do is drill one three inch hole outside 
from the inside to the out mm. to run the line set and the electrical. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll let him know that. We hadn't considered anything like that yet. So. He's going to need something. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah. I don't want to take on something that's too big and then yeah. we end up with a mess on our hands. A hundred percent. Yeah. That's something I would definitely yeah. leave to somebody who knows what they're doing. All right. Good deal. All right. Thanks, Lou. Appreciate it. Yeah. Appreciate you listening this morning. Hey, it's time now to hear from Lindsay about what's new at Builder Supply Outlet. You hear that? It's opportunity knocking to score a premier fiberglass exterior pre-finished door. Currently available at Builder Supply Outlet. BSO is known for securing amazing deals on top-line products. So don't miss your chance to walk out with one of these chic pre-finished front doors. In modern and traditional styles with natural or dark stain finishes, they'll immediately upgrade the look of your home and save you money on energy. So get the door at Builder Supply Outlet today. A screen door slams Mary's dress sweet You're listening to Lou Manfredini Like a vision she dances Across the porch as the radio plays He's ready to take your calls I'm your guy, what can I do for you? I'm right here, let me dust myself off And help you with your house I'm chewing on some beef jerky And I got a screwdriver in my back pocket How can I help you? Now back to the man of the hour Oh, Lou, you are the man <laughs> Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio hey, what else can we- Eight five seven five five seven four Lou. Eight five seven five five seven four five six eight. This is Carol in Aurora. Hi, Carol. Hi, Lou. Thanks for taking my call. Of course. Good morning. Good morning. How can I help my you? My question for you. Yes. Um, my question for you is: I have a shower head that, when it's turned off, continues to drip slowly. And I found a solution that if I turn the handle, it's a Moen commercial handle swing, right? And right. I turn it on just a little bit, and it stops dripping. Mm-hmm. You, so you need a I'm new. Sure you need handle or? You need a new insert, a Moen insert. So, um, is, go ahead. Is that something that I need to, or is that something I can do? I know how to take off handles like a Moen, same design for a sink. Is this a, a tool. Is, Carol? Is it a single family home? It's actually my business. Okay. In Aurora. So can you turn off the main water valve to your business? Yeah. Okay. So you're going to turn the main water valve off, and you're going to take the handle off. You're going to first put a rag over the drain so you don't lose any pieces and parts down the drain, because that would be a bummer. You'll take the handle off, and... um, there's either a retaining clip or a nut that's holding that cartridge in place. Yeah. And okay. you're you're gonna take that off and then with a pair of pliers, you're gonna grab the stem of the cartridge and you're gonna kinda jiggle and you're gonna pull it straight out. Okay. Then you're gonna go to the hardware store and say, I need one of these. <laughs> All right. 
and then they're going to give you one and you're going to put it back in that hole probably clean it you know maybe take a if you have a like an old toothbrush shop or towel. something like that well, not a shop oh. towel i want something to go inside there and just kind of clean it a little bit there might be some residue inside there to clean it put the insert back in put the clip back in put the handle back on and you just replace the cartridge uh, apologies to the plumbers that want to do all that but if you want to try it yourself that's the way to do it. Um, if not, if that sounds a little too much, then uh, I would definitely get a plumber to come out and take a look at that for sure. Um, you know, like our, our friends over at Center Guard, our friends over at Center Guard Plumbing, uh, they actually have a deal where you can text them a picture of uh, you know what you have. Like here's my faucet and everything, and um, and. Uh, then you can, um, you, you know, they can tell you, oh, yeah, we can do a cartridge there. It looks like a moan cartridge there, and uh, we can do that as well. So if you wanted to do that, uh, to text that to them, uh, their phone number is 847-406-8883, and you can get an estimate right there via text message to see if you want to do that. All right, um, when we come back, uh, the holidays are upon us, and um, I like decorating for the holidays. I don't love it. i got to be honest with you. I like how it looks. Heard. What? I agree. Yeah. I wish there was an easier way, and I think <gasps> we may have found it, and we're going to talk about it after this report of WGN Radio News with Don Kleppen. You're tuned in to Lou Manfredini, right here on House Smarts Radio. Before you get caught on that ladder, let me tell you what it's all about. Find you a few things that matter that you can put a fence around. And then he laid it out. Bye, girl. Find the one you can't live without. Welcome back to House Smarts Radio. Lou Manfredini here with you. All right, the holiday season is upon us, right? It's coming. Christmas is already up at all the stores. Even at our stores, we got all the Christmas lights up and people are buying it and putting stuff up there. But what if we could make it a little bit easier, right? And what if you could have lighting that you could use to celebrate all kinds of different holidays throughout the year? Well, there's a company in Chicago called Trim Light Chicago. Joining me on the phone line is Patrick Chilada, who is the owner and founder. Patrick, good morning and welcome to House Smarts Radio. Good morning, Lou for having me. Yeah, tell me a little bit about Trim Light Chicago. So Trim Light Chicago is the answer to the classic problem. How do I get my lights up on my house, and then how do I take them down when it's freezing ice cold? <laughs> uh, Trim Light is a, it's a permanent holiday solution. So we've got uh, a RGB LED light system that's permanently installed on your home or business. This is a system where you can do 16 million colors, you can do a trillion different patterns. It's um, it's just an amazing system, and we love it. Uh, and it's completely hidden. So you, it's hidden from the street where you can't tell that there's a lighting system. In fact, it adds a little bit of architecture to your home. Uh, we actually are putting this in a architectural trim piece that goes underneath your soffit and fascia. And uh, again, it's it's an RGB technology, so we got 16 million colors and a trillion different patterns. So if I'm across the street on a you know on any, any given day during the daytime, I would not know that there is lighting 
on the on typically I would imagine the front of the house. You wouldn't know. Yeah. And so I, you know, I, I, I spent some time on your website, and, and I've seen some other companies in other parts of the country that do this, and I thought, you know, this is really super smart because you – what it reminds me of is, is there's a um, – uh, there's a under cabinet lighting system that I've been using for a few years now that is basically, I, I know yours is more involved in this, but it's basically an LED strip with a 3M adhesive on the underside of it that you can put underneath your cabinets, right? And it's unbelievably low profile that you don't even need uh, you know, a valance to cover it up because it's so thin. But then it has a remote control, and some versions of it have the multicolors, and yours is essentially that on steroids where, right, you could do the holidays, you could do the 4th of July, you could do St. Patrick's Day. It doesn't matter because you can do so many colors. Yeah, I, I have to tell you, I love St. Patrick's Day. The green and gold <laughs> going around the house. Yeah. <laughs> <So> I, uh, <laughs> you know, I did the rainbow with the gold at the end, too. It's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, this thing is it, it is on steroids. It's, you know, it, it's essentially the same kind of concept, the same idea, but this is a 40-year warranty system, right? So this goes up for the lifetime of your home, basically. Right. And is it is it um, is it LED technology? So it's it's uh, it's super durable and doesn't use a lot of uh, electricity when it's on. Yeah, compared to the old incandescent lights that we used to do years ago, it's like thirteen percent. I I pretty much leave mine on all year round. I've got always something going on, and I haven't seen like a noticeable difference at all. Right. Um, so yeah, it's definitely low low voltage. Uh, it's all a twelve volt system. Um, and so, yeah, yeah. It keeps the bills down too. That's for sure. Right. And so then the idea is that when you come and your crew put this up now, there's, is it a remote control? Is it, uh, I have to imagine it's an app on your phone, right? Yeah. Now it's an app on the phone. That's got, uh, kind of make it user friendly kind of idea, right? Um, with the abilities to kind of independently control each light. So if I want to say blue on one peak red on another and white on the other i can definitely do that um but yeah there's there's some pretty sick features now uh we've got the music going <laughs> you could you could jam this thing to really any, any soundtrack that you got going on yeah uh it's got like lightning flashes that people are using for halloween now uh snowflake patterns it's chasing it's fading it's uh, you name it and it's probably got it so Obviously, you know, depending on the the size of the house, uh, it, it matters from like how long when you have a, a crew out there, how long does it take to install this on a home? You know, with the crews we have, uh, it's usually a day. Uh, if you're doing the entire house, it might take a couple, but typically we're in and out in a day. All right. So if I was going to hire, um, and I, I have to imagine that maybe you, you mentioned the incandescent. So you probably were doing traditional uh, holiday light uh, setups in homes. Maybe you still do. Uh, and you'd have a crew out there all day doing that, but then you have to come and take it down. Now we do yeah, this yeah. once and you're done. Yeah, yeah. A lot of our customers, we and we have done the temporary lights. Uh, that's how I got into this. 
a lot of the customers have switched over to the trim line. It just makes that much sense. Sit on the couch and, and flip the lights on. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's, it's really like amazing. Uh, so can but, you, uh, can you give the audience, uh, Patrick, uh, um, uh, an, an idea of like, where, where does the, where are we on pricing? I, again, I realize that every house is different, but is there like a starting point? Yeah, we've got a starting point. It's 2,500, uh, gets you kind of started. But I would say the average home, you're looking at the front of your house. Typically, we just do the front of the house. You're looking at five to 6000 All in. But then you're done. Then you're done. 40 years, every holiday, birthdays, you name it, whatever you want to use it for. Wow. And then it can also be, when I looked at the, the website, by the way, the website is trimlight-chicago.com. You can also use it for just general, like, accent lighting as well. It doesn't have to be uh, like a color display, correct? Absolutely. Yeah, there's a couple ways you could do that. Um, I did mine down to like 5% and just do a light glow over the house. I think that's, I think that's the coolest way to do it. Others have, uh, you know, do every 10 or every 15. Some people light up just the peaks. Uh, we also have a product that's called downlighting. It works with the same app and the same controllers and everything. Uh, it's just like a, a brighter feature, almost like a can lighting right. that uh, is traditional. So right. that goes on your eaves. You know, anywhere where it's dark, we can light that up on your soffit. And, uh, you know, that's a separate product, but that's definitely something that's that we're doing with the trim light system. I think it looks really cool, and I think if people go to the website, they'll see how neat this is. All right, give me uh, you you give me the website, and if there's a phone number or or maybe you just do the website that people could contact you. Website's pretty easy. It's trimlight, spelled out T R I M L I G H T dash Chicago dot com. Uh, best phone number to reach the office if we're looking to book something. You can call. We've got questions we can answer at six three zero. Eight nine zero nine three eight seven. Patrick Chilada, owner, founder of Trimlight Chicago. If you're looking for a permanent solution to your lighting needs for every holiday and and anything in between, uh, go to their website trimlight-chicago.com. It's pretty cool stuff. Patrick, thanks so much for taking the time this morning. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Lou, for having me on. It's been a pleasure. You're listening to House Marts Radio with me, Lou Manfredini. Our phone number is 857-557-4LOU, 857-557-4568. We'll take a quick break, and we'll be back right after this. I was just handed this uh, from Lindsay because, you know, I don't know my geography about Sweden and Switzerland. If you're in Switzerland, you're never more than 10 miles from a lake. In Sweden, the official language is Swedish. ABBA is probably the best-known Swedish band. No, that's Sweden. Yeah, Swedish. Yeah. Uh, I'm so confused. Are you talking about Switzerland or Sweden? That was Sweden. Wait a minute. Are you Swedish when you're from Switzerland, or are you Swedish no, you're when you're Swiss from, from your, when you're from Switzerland? Okay, wait a minute. ABBA is probably the best-known Swedish band. Right, they're from That's Sweden. That's on my Sweden sheet. Yeah, they're from Sweden. That's correct. So you're Swiss when you're from Sweden? No. So when you're from Switzerland, you're what? You're Swiss. You're Swiss. And when you're from Sweden? You're a Swede. You're a Swede. Oh, Swedish. <laughs> <laughs> It's hard. Okay? It's such an old rejoin, and it it's hard. baffles me every time. I, mean, I know. It makes me laugh so hard. I know. Because then I get confused, and I'm like, oh. See? Yeah. I, it's, people think that it's so easy. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, 
Today, uh, uh, I think later on this morning, like at 10 o'clock, John Williams and is doing one, one of his yet another uh, uh, event where it's he and Thomas Jefferson that I can't go to. He just doesn't like me. I thought we were friends. You know, I've known John Williams a long time, and I've always said, boy, it sure would be nice to go to one of these. I mean, I can't go. Don can't go. Andy can't go. You can't go. It's always like on a Saturday morning at 10 o'clock in the morning or something like that. Wouldn't it be nice if they did it like an evening with Thomas Jefferson? Thomas Jefferson after dark where we could have some cocktails. Wouldn't that be great? Sure. But no, it's always in the morning. And obviously, I don't know what I'm talking about because I'm pretty sure I heard John say that like a thousand people are going to go there of UWGN listeners, and you're going to have a great time. And I know that it's like an unscripted thing, so I would like to ask one of you to ask the late president, Thomas Jefferson, like, did he enjoy doing improvements to his home? Did he do anything like that? You know, like, if he, you know, what is his view on a, what is, you know what? When he was around, there was no such thing as a water heater. What does he think about the modern conveniences that we have Today in, uh, you know, like indoor plumbing and, uh, you know, that's not an outhouse and hot water, that kind of stuff. So if somebody could, and if you could record that on the phone, because that's the closest I'm ever going to get, because they'll never do an evening show. I don't know why. It sure would be a fun one. I think that getting Thomas Jefferson after a couple of cocktails would be even more fun. 857 Lou. 857-557-4568. This is Diana in Bloomingdale. Hi, Diana. You're on House Merch Radio. Hi, Lou. I have a, two questions. One is a bathroom sink with hot and cold faucet. The cold water faucet flow is really full and great, works fine. The hot water faucet is very low, and sometimes it'll go a little bit more than a trickle, but I was wondering what you could suggest might be wrong with that. Um, <clears throat> I would try first on your own underneath the sink. You know, you've got the water stops down there. Uh huh. I want you to, on the hot water side, turn it all the way off, turn it all the way back on to, artic- okay. to articulate that valve to see if there's maybe some sediment or something on that okay. side that's causing it not to flow. After you okay. after you do that, you know the aerator that's on the faucet. Mm-hmm. Remove that as well to try and get some water flow and maybe clean that out. If it's not any better after that, you probably need a new hot water insert or cartridge on the hot water side. That needs to be replaced okay. to get that flow going. Okay, I know I've had somebody do that before, but it was. More, yeah. Okay, well, that's great. I'll try. I'll try those things. <laughs> what was your second question? Uh, my second question was: uh, It's an older bathroom, and there's a a faucet in the tub, the tub, and the faucet, and there's a button on top of that faucet that you pull up so that the shower comes on. Right. It used to work. It used to work great. Now it uh, it works for the shower, but the water continues to come down through the faucet into the tub mm. at the same time. So mm-hmm. you're like wasting water. Right. Um, you probably need a new spout. So those do oh, okay. those do wear out. And you said it's an older home. Yeah. Yes. Uh huh. Nineteen seventy nine. Yeah. Um, 
Do you have a plumber that you work with or no? Not really. Okay. Not really. You I mean, have a, do you I have heard a, your commercial about Center Guard. Yeah. Do they come to Bloomingdale? Yeah, <laughs> do, do, they do. And do you have a, a cell phone that if you took a couple pictures of it, you could text them? Okay, sure. Because if you if you did that, okay, you could text them a picture of the faucet. And, they, you know, I would take a picture of the faucet and then open up the cabinet and take a picture of it underneath there like that. And then take mm-hmm. a picture of the spout and the valve in the shower and say, I think I need a new spout and I think I need a new, you know, with the with the cartridge, they may just say to you, maybe we just replace the faucet and the vanity. It might be a cheaper option for you. Okay. And that might be the way to go. Do you have a pen or a pencil? I can give you that phone number. Yes, I do. Thank you. All right. It's 847 406 uh-huh. 88.83. Okay. Well, thank you very much for your advice. I listen every week. I'm learning a lot. You're a nice lady. Thank you so much. Hope you have a nice weekend. <laughs> thank you. Bye. We're broadcasting from the Permaseal Foundation Repair Studios, and the news is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Don't go away. Hey, Jim, good morning. You're on House Smarts Radio. Good morning. You know how you have to keep repeating things because people don't listen? Yes. Listen up, because you're tuned in to Lou. This is going to be one of those, I've heard the answer before, but all right, it happened to me this time. <laughs> He's taking your calls live all morning long. All you have to do is pick up that phone. Now back to Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio on this beautiful Saturday morning. Take it, Lou. Welcome back. Nine twelve in the morning. I'm eight five seven five five seven four Lou. Eight five seven five five seven four five six eight. Boy, that is the best breaking news ever. That uh, you two are having a baby. That's great. Congratulations. Thank you so much, Lou. Yeah, that we so awesome. We shared the news with our families uh, last weekend, and uh, you know, we we put it out just just this week. So I felt like sharing it with the world. You know? Absolutely, that is awesome news. That is a it is a great. I'm all for kids. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank Growing you. families, it's really a lot of fun, and uh, you know. All kinds of good stuff for you and Gretchen coming forward. That's really good news. Right on. Thank you. Yeah, we're both extremely excited and very that happy. That's great. You know, uh, Lindsay, when I was uh, a little a little kid, what I can remember growing up is uh, there was this Italian radio show at the time that was all in Italian on some radio station. And I can remember as a little child, like it was my birthday, and somehow they had called the radio station and uh, they wished me a happy birthday on the radio, like in Italian. My mother used to listen. I can't remember. I just remember, you know, and so now that's what this radio show has become. I give out birthday dedications and whatnot. So to my friend Joe Wisniewski, happy birthday. Janine Ellison, happy birthday. Right? People want to hear all that. But our son Quinn and my niece Grace, they're both going to be 30 next week. Which, then I was just thinking, Don just mentioned, uh, you know, he's going to have a baby. And it's like this life-changing moment when you have a child, especially when you have your first one. Now I have four, and right. um, as we've established, 
Quinn, of course, is the favorite. And uh, <laughs> without and much my, thought, the other three all know that, and it's just the way it is. But um, it is this for me personally. Um, Mary Beth will remember this story, and she doesn't like this story. But Mike Chakabowski and I—you hear me talk about Mike Chakabowski? We were in business together. And at the time, in 1992 and 93, we had already been in business for a few years, and we were really struggling. We were working really hard, and um, we were not making a lot of money, uh, but we were working really hard. Thankfully, both of our wives, uh, Chris and Mary Beth, both had good jobs, and that's where we had our health insurance and you know all that kind of stuff while we were working like crazy. But then I panicked because here I was going to have this child, and I was like, how am I going to support this kid and whatever? And I went and got a job. Like mm. not, not I, I, Mike and I split up, not by any, there was no negative feeling or anything, but I just, right. I couldn't do it. Like a nine right? to five, like a regular job. Yeah. Right. It was the best and the worst decision of my life. Mm. But the worst part of it is I dropped this bomb on Mary Beth literally while she's in the hospital getting ready to deliver <laughs> our child. Oh gosh. Quinn. And she begged me not to do this. And I'm like, no, 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 no. This is crazy. You know, this and that. And I went and took a job, and I worked there for a year and a half, and I learned a ton, but then I realized I could never work. Once you are in your own business and you're an entrepreneur, you can't work for anybody else. Mm. And uh, here, Mike and I were builders, remodeling contractors, and after and, and during that year and a half, I began the Mr. Fix-It show. Quinn was born in 93. The whole radio thing started in 95 while I had this job. And just doing it on the, you know, like it was kind of this mix of things. Wow. And uh, so it is, it is a, when that child is born, healthy, 10 fingers, 10 toes, God willing. And it is a life-changing moment where you will feel the weight of something different that it's all positive. I'm not saying in a negative way, because it is a positive thing. For sure. And, and you know. Fast forward, right? Now, you know, here you are having your first child. Mine are all out of the roost and the nest. It's the greatest thing that we've ever done. Right on. Yeah. All four of, the, all four of them. So that's awesome. Thank you God for sharing bless you that. both. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. What? Amazing. We're, we're so happy for I know Gretchen's going to be such a great mom and I, I'm just very, I'm just very much looking forward to, uh, to all that that's going to come with it, you know? Right. It's awesome. That's great. Eight five seven five five seven four Lou. Eight five seven five five seven four five six eight is our phone number. Uh, let's go back to the phone lines. Uh, I believe this is Wanda. Uh, well, hold on a second, Wanda. Let me get there. Wanda, good morning. You're on House Smarts Radio. The nest, it's the greatest thing that we've ever. She's done. listening. Here we go. I get to hear it again. Wanda. Yeah. Hi. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. How may I help you? Uh, well, first of all, I want to say, you know, you're talking about your kids and how you raise them and they're getting adults. It uh, sparked a memory from when one of my kids was practicing saxophone, the other clarinet, and our evenings were filled with cacophony. <laughs> Good job. Good job. Good job. Nicely done. Question: uh, The house we're renovating, uh, we've been having trouble finding someone to fix a copper roof, and we've been trying to seal it with a little bit of tar and stuff. Is it possible to put a rubber roof on top of that? 
Uh, it's a copper roof. Is it a? Is it like a bay window, or is it an entire roof? Oh, it's the roof. It's uh, all of the. We have a porch, two porches actually that have the copper, and then we have a second floor that has copper. We have a coach house with copper, and the main on top of the third floor of the house has copper, and the leak has been um, the middle floor copper roof that we had to pull down drywall or the plaster actually for that repair it they were able to do it from the inside but the coach house is still leaking well i'm not a big fan of the covering of the copper with a membrane um i don't think it'll look good and the the problem is i mean you can have i mean you could have someone put a new copper roof on but that would be super Super expensive, but if you want that, we've been having, go ahead. We've been having finding anyone who will do copper roof work. Yeah, I mean, you may be better off thinking about putting a metal roof on there or taking it off entirely and changing the roof. Right, covering okay. up covering up what you have will be problematic, and I don't think it's going to look right, and so. If you're, Wanda, where are you located? Um, Joliet is where the house is at. Okay. So, um, I don't know that Lindholm goes all the way down to Joliet, but there's a Southside roofing contractor that advertises on the radio from time to time here called Rogers Roofing. And I know they have experience right. with metal roofing. Um, okay. But I think your better option... Depending on the, you know, the, obviously I can't see this roof, so I, I don't know the condition, but you might be better off replacing it entirely. And whether you go with a metal coated roof, I don't know that I would do copper today. And, you know, knowing what we know about copper and the expense and the, you know, the, to do that, but you could do a metal standing seam roof that's a coated roof that is a hundred year proposition if you want. And architecturally, it looks really, really nice. Or you okay. take the copper, or you take the copper off and do a traditional type of roof that's more readily available now. Our downfall is it's a historic house, so they want to try to keep it as original. Mm-hmm. Well, then why don't you contact Rogers Roofing and see if that is something they could help you with? They're on the south side, and uh, you can look up that number, and they might be able to help you. 857-557-4LOU, 857-557-4568. This is Wynella in Glenview. Wynella, can I answer a question real quick? Yes. Um, hi, good morning. I love your show. Thank you. Um, my, we have a deck, and my husband painted it, and it peels, and so he painted it again, and it's still peeling. So my son took off most of the paint, and I'm just wondering... Have I lost the window of opportunity to have it? Um, I'll have to get somebody in to do it, um, to sand it down and uh, seal it with a stain. Well, you 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 may have just because it's getting it's getting close. But um, where where are you in Glenview? Okay, in Glenview near Loyola. Contact Deck Tech and see if they have any openings for you, and they would be the company to come. 
Fabulous. Wonderful. Contact okay, them, and they may be able to do it if the weather holds, and that might work for you. Thanks so much for the phone call. 922 in the morning. We'll take a quick break and be back right after this. Hi, good morning. Thank you. I, I love your show. You teach me so much about homes that I never knew, and I really appreciate it. You're listening to Lou. Hi, Lou. I have a stamped concrete pool deck. And some of the corners on it are starting to chip. And he's here to help you. I have a question about repiping my house. Now back to your host, Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio. Welcome back. 857-557-4LOU. 857-557-4568. This is uh, Valerie in Antioch. Hi, Val. Hi, good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. Can I call you Val? Uh, Sure, whatever you want. (laughs) Well, what do your friends call you? Uh, You don't want to know. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, Valerie, how may I help you this morning? Um, I'm calling about, um, I have a weird bathroom situation. My my um, bathroom faucet, I have a um, separate lovers for hot and cold water, and um, my cold water only, the only faucet in the house, or the only thing in the house where the water smells really bad, like well water, I am on a well system, and the rest of the house is pretty good. I mean, it's, you know, I use Brita for the water, but it doesn't smell, it's, it's absolutely fine. But in my bathroom sink, um, the cold water, as soon as I turn it on, it smells really strong of well water, and it's like got a little white foamy bubbly stuff. So coming out I, of that, nothing coming out of the, like coming that. out of the faucet. Correct. Every time. Yes, every time since I moved in two years ago, it's really weird. Only the cold water side. Correct, and it doesn't happen anywhere else. The laundry room, the kitchen, the shower, nowhere else. Only there. Hmm. Did I stump you? <laughs> no, I I uh, I'm trying to think about if so. If you you're home now, yeah. If you go by the faucet in the bathroom, is that do you have the ability to do that? Yeah, I'm there now. Okay, now this is going to sound a little weird, but if you can stick your head in the sink and smell the drain for me, tell me what you smell. Nothing. Okay. Now turn the water on and tell me, do you smell something? Immediately. I smell the eggy well okay. water. All so. right. Can you take that? Turn the water off. Can you turn, can you take the aerator off of the faucet? Can you unscrew it by hand or do you need I would a need to get some, Yeah, I would need to get some pliers All right, to so do that. All right. So take that off. I want you to take that aerator off and... Then try and run the water and see if that smell, uh, you know, if it, if the smell is gone. My guess is if it's just the water, a lot of times the odor actually comes from the drain. But the your mind is that it's the water hitting the drain. But the fact that you're not smelling anything on the drain, it could be that there's something reacting on the cold water insert. Maybe it got replaced at one point and it's reacting with the water. So if you take the aerator off and you still turn the water on and it smells, the next thing to do would be to replace the insert on that faucet 
to see if there's something wrong with like a washer or an O-ring or something that's reacting with the water in the well, which is where this smell is coming from. Um, but Can you it, tell me about the insert? What, what do you mean the insert? The valve. The, the, the valve on the actual faucet. You said there's two handles, correct? Okay. And so yep, the, yep. the the valve okay. that actually turns the water on and off could be reacting with the water, causing that issue for you right there. Appreciate the phone call. So let's head into the WGN radio newsroom now and check in with Don Kleppen. And we call it a phone, but we don't really use it much as a phone, do we? No, we don't. Time for just text me. It's a talk. Oh, my God, I got to talk. Talking is work. You got to make facial expressions. You got to suck air in. You got to blow it out. Or you can just text us, 857-557-4LOU, 857-557-4568. That's our phone number to call. But I know we do get a lot of text messages during the show, and Lindsay has a few that we can answer some questions, and maybe you have the same question, and we'll answer it and reach out to a lot of different people. Go ahead. That's true, such as if you possibly have a refrigerator that's making a banging noise. This guy does, too. It seems to happen always after the fan shuts off. Is my fridge going crazy? Should I prepare to buy a new one? Hmm. I mean, if it's after the fan shuts off and you're getting that banging, then it's a compressor issue more than likely that, you know, with refrigerators. I mean, if it's older than 10 years old, then... It's probably not worth, I shouldn't say that. I mean, I hate to sound like a fuddy-duddy, but they just don't make them like they used to. And depending on what kind of fridge you bought, um, you know, they've become almost a disposable appliance, which is crazy. And so, you know, if it's a banging sound when it shuts off, then it's probably something to do with the refrigerant and the compressor itself, not the fan. Um, And, you know, if you... Hire somebody, if you contact somebody like an apt appliance, okay, and they'll, there's a service call. They'll come out and say, oh, yeah, you need this. And then they'll quote you a price to do whatever. You know, a new refrigerator, depending on what it is, can be a, you know, a thousand dollar proposition. And so if you can fix that fridge and it's, you know, the box and the hinges and all that stuff inside there, if that all looks good, it's all, all the guts and everything at the bottom are what makes it cold. And, you know, if it's 300 bucks to fix it, then I'd probably fix it if it's under 10 years old. But that could be a three or $400, you know, proposition. And what a lot of these appliance companies do, like an app, I believe, you know, if the service call is, let's say, $150, I'm making that number up, but I bet I'm close. If you decide, now nah, I'm just going to buy a new one, I believe they still do. They take half that service fee. And they take it off of your new appliance. So there is some some benefit to that if that's the way you want to go. So that's what I would do. All right. Thank you. Next, uh, why does the set screw on our reverse osmosis faucet base leak water out of it? The plumber who put it in told us it would. Is there a fix? Say that again. Yeah. Why does the set screw, the set screw. on our reverse osmosis faucet base leak water out of it well it shouldn't why would it leak water it should not leak know. water the plumber who put the it in set told us screw. it would if it's a set screw it's just holding the faucet in place and water shouldn't come out of that and where is it leaking to 
Um, before you call the plumber back, contact the manufacturer of your reverse osmosis uh, system and ask them about the set screw and what they say. And if they tell you, oh, yeah, it's supposed to leak because it's got a drip pan or whatever or a hose, then that would be something. But that doesn't sound right to me. But I would contact the manufacturer of the faucet to find that out. One more. And lastly, I have mold growing in the bottom of my shower door. How can I get rid of it? One of my favorite mold cleaners that has residual value is a product called Concrobium Mold Control. And if you spray it on the area where you see the mold, spray it and let it dry. Then once it dries, it's killed the mold. Take a stiff, bristled brush like a, like a nylon. They make these nylon stripping brushes that look like giant toothbrushes. So they're, they're more aggressive than like a toothbrush. And try and scrape all that mold away and maybe even take um, a plastic scrubbing pad, too, to kind of clean it all off and get it as clean as possible. Then spray the concrobium mold control one more time and let that dry. It has residual value, and it should keep the mold from coming back. It's really, really good stuff, and will do a nice job. That's our Just Text Me segment, 857-5574-LU, 857-557-4568. This is Chris in Mount Prospect. Hey, Chris, you're on House Smarts Radio. Hi, Lou. Uh, I appreciate you taking my call. I have a fairly simple question, and I think of myself as kind of handy, but I ha- I haven't been able to, to figure this one out. I'm trying to replace the cartridge on my Moen um, shower um, valve, and I've heard you talk about this before, but when, when I, my problem is I can't get the screw out of the handle to get at the cartridge. It has either got calcium buildup or some type of uh, buildup there that I'm afraid I'm going to knurl it and wreck it, and then it'll be even more difficult to get out. Any ideas on what I should do? You're sure? So is it, it's, not a, it's not a retaining clip. It's a screw? It, yes, it's a, it's a screw because I've taken them out on other um, uh, of the same uh, type of uh, fixture in other bathrooms, and it is a screw that comes out, and I just cannot get it to budge. Okay, wait. So I'm, I'm like, just, so wait. So this is a shower valve on a Moen cartridge. I'm just trying, I mean, I'm fairly familiar with those. They typically have a retaining clip, not a screw. So... Well, how old is this thing? Uh, uh, the house was built in '05, and um, uh, I, I. So you've got a okay. So you have a so you've got the cover off on it, and you see the valve body, correct? No, no, um, I'm not explaining this right to you. I'm trying to get the handle oh, off of the valve. Oh, 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 okay, 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 okay. All right. And there's a screw that holds that handle on. It's typically an Al- it's I- typically an Allen wrench, right? No, no, it's a, a Phillips head screw, just a long screw that um, got it uh, holds okay. the handle yeah. on. And then you take that off, and the handle comes off. And then you have to take um, 
there's a housing. And yeah, 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 housing yeah, yeah. Is, Okay, so this is the so it's the is it the teardrop handle that's like the 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 plastic one on the face, and you pop the cover off, and that's the screw. Uh, well, it's a handle that just hangs down, and you rotate it on a. Okay. Uh, you know how you get and the, the screw, and, and so the a, the screw is on the bottom of the handle. No, the screw is on the top of the handle, and it goes right into the uh, okay valve area. All right, so let's try this. Um, I want you to go buy a lightweight spray oil called Superzilla. I've, I've I've heard of it. Yes, Superzilla. And I want you to spray the top of that screw and let it sit there for like a half an hour. So this stuff has this capillary, it's a cleaner and an oil. And, um, and so it's going to, it's going to work its way into the, uh, threads, right? Just, it has this, it is, but, but it's a cleaner too, unlike an oil. And so then with the right size screwdriver, and you're going to firmly hold the bottom of this handle, you're going to apply pressure to try and loosen this screw. Now, if you do that and you still can't budge it, okay, we need, do you you happen to have a heat gun? Yes. You need to heat it up. Okay. And the, and Um, the thing is the bet, the beauty part of, the Superzilla is it's not a petroleum based product it's a it's bio based so it won't ignite from the heat but it will help to loosen it and if you get that hot and then you wear some gloves you should be able to loosen it with that combination but you may be able to do it just with the Superzilla I appreciate that. Um, when you say heat it up with a heat gun, uh, you don't want me using a torch cuz won't that no, possibly be like a like a heat gun you know, like that you would use yeah. to scrape paint. Yeah, something a little stronger than a hairdryer. Correct. Okay, my my the other part that I I think it's the same answer, but you've got the handle, and then you've got a um, uh, a stem, a housing that 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 this screw holds on. I can get the screw out of of one of them. Um, uh, and now I'm talking about a shower that has the same same fixture, except for it's a hot and a cold. But I can't get that housing off the the, the, the stem where the valve is. And is that a question of just lubricating it, like you just described? Probably. It's probably calcification. Okay. All right. I think that answers my question. Um, I appreciate that, Lou. I love your show, and Lindsay's great. So she is uh, great. I, she is so, great. Thank you very much. She's giving you the heart signal right now. She's very happy that you said that. Uh, thanks so much for the phone call. We're broadcasting from the Permaseal Foundation Repair Studios. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back right after this. That's right. You're tuned in to Lou Manfredini, and he's taking your calls live right here on House Smarts Radio. That's me. 857-557-4-LOU-857-557-4568. This is uh, Cheryl in Tinley Park. Hi, Cheryl. Yes, good morning, Lou. Thank you t- for taking my call. I am calling because I need to replace my Moen high-rise faucet. They no longer make it. It was purchased before the lifetime guarantee. Right. And... 
I'm looking for a replacement. It's a high rise. Uh, wait, high rise. In, wh- tell me where where's it located? Is it a tub or a bathroom or a, a, a kitchen? It's it's actually a in a porcelain laundry tub. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Okay, so you just need a new high rise faucet. Yes, and Mo no longer makes it. Mine is no longer under warranty. It was installed before the lifetime warranty. Mm-hmm. Okay, so are and you are you looking for someone to do that? No, Center Guard actually came out and put a faucet in yesterday. But after it was put in, it was a pullout one. It comes out too close to the edge of the um, the edge of the laundry tub for my purposes. Oh. So you want to replace... So that length, because I've talked to Moan, the length of it is too, is too far out for okay. my purposes. Okay. So you just need, so you don't want the pull-out spray. Exactly. Uh, I mean, there's a, a myriad of, of high-rise laundry ones out there that are, you know, a lot of them, that, that they use them like in restaurants, um, you know, for utility sinks, a lot of them now are flexible. I know, I know you don't, but you don't, you don't want any of that. Well, this one would go up and down. My high rise would go up and down and that's what I was looking for. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not, boy, I don't, I haven't thought, I haven't, uh, most of the high rises that I know of, um, you know, they kind of extend out and they're either fixed and you can turn side to side but then the other versions are a pullout like that. So your problem is it pulls out and you don't want it to spray. Oh, boy. what uh... You need to go to a commercial. You need to go to, like, a commercial faucet company, you know, that, that I mean, that does it for, like, restaurants. Because that's where they use those high-rises like that. And I know they're still made, but you're in Tinley. There should be like, uh, I mean, are you willing to go look at these things? Well, I was going to go to M&R um, uh, Plumbing Mart in Crestwood and see, but I don't think they're commercial. They well, they, they probably have catalogs. They may not have it on display, but they probably have catalogs. But I mean, quite frankly, Cheryl, I mean, you could do a quick internet search and find it and find exactly what you want. And then the question is availability. I mean, there's a lot of, but you got to worry... There's a lot of cheap stuff out there, so I would stay with major manufacturers like Moen, American Standard, Kohler, um, Growy. Uh, Growy probably still makes one um, a high rise like that, but I mean, I, I, you know, I don't have a, um, I don't have it memorized as to what's available. But um, you're probably going to have to see it online to find out exactly what you want. And I'm, I'm looking for a high-rise, and it will have the component to go up and down? It should. And I think that on a commercial one, those are still available for sinks. But a, a lot of that stuff, you know, a lot of stuff has changed, right? It, they, they don't, they've, they've simplified, and a lot of manufacturers have eliminated certain lines. And so the flexible sp- spray that you, um, that you have... Um, is really kind of what's taken over is uh, is taken over that, and so you may have to be a little flexible on what you're looking at because you it might be hard for you to find it. I mean, I could do a quick search too if I had more time, but if you spend a little time looking, you should be able to find it. But again, 
Don't go with a cheap brand. Okay, so what is the category I'm actually looking for for this faucet? You're looking for a high-rise commercial utility faucet. High-rise commercial utility faucet. Okay. Thank you so very much. This is helpful. I mean, Center Guard's been great. You know, they installed it. It's like, oh, my goodness, it extends too far. Right. Understood. Okay. Well, good. Keep me posted. I'm curious to see what you find. Hey, that's our last call, sponsored by Mitsubishi Electric. When heating and cooling your home, Mitsubishi Electric is the last call you need to make. All right. Uh, 857-557. Oh, my gosh. Look at this. It's 9.58 in the morning. And, uh, oh, you shut okay, your mouth. Okay. I understand. Mouth. I'm, okay. Shut that big yes, mouth of right. yours. All right. I will. Try, I'm just, I, try to do something. Let your actions do your talking. Shut your big trap. Okay. The news is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Thank you so much for listening. A big congratulations to Don and Gretchen Kleppen on the... Uh, well, the pregnancy and the baby clep coming along. Lindsay, thanks so much for producing. Good to be with you, Andy. Bob Ferguson, thank you so much. Go Bears! We'll be, uh, I'll be at the game tomorrow in New Orleans, so look for me. I'll be the guy in the Bears shirt. New swag. Have a great weekend, everybody.